This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. Hi everybody, I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is the new Iowa State head softball coach, Jamie Pinkerton. It's actually the second tour of duty at Iowa State for Jamie. He was an assistant coach from 2010 to 2013. Pinkerton has had successful head coaching stints at Tulsa, Arkansas, and Montana, and now he's back at Iowa State. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Jamie Pinkerton. Well, Jamie, you came back to Iowa State, hired here in early August. Tell me about how excited you are just to be back here in Ames. Well, excited for many reasons. One, to become the head coach here at a, at a university that I love. Daughter goes here as a senior. Get back halfway between family, but obviously being the head coach in the Big 12 and being coach here at Iowa State, I'm real excited to get started. And the excitement so far of hiring the staff and having the players come by and their excitement for change. But um, also, too, just taking under consideration I'm the third coach in three years and, and uh, just kind of getting to know them a little bit. And, and seeing their excitement and maybe put them a little bit at ease has uh, been one of the first jobs I've tried to do since being here. So it appears they're excited and, and uh, that equals and makes me even more excited. So really, really glad to be back. Yeah, you raise a good point about three coaches in three years. How have those initial meetings gone with the players? How accepting have they been of you? Oh, real accepting. Uh, they've had an open mind, obviously. Uh, I will have a team meeting when everyone gets back, but the, the 13 or so returners that are that are already back have been by the office, and I've just kind of talked about the vision for the program and kind of um, trying to get some input from them, what they've liked about the last two staffs, what they haven't liked, and bearing in mind that I've told them what they haven't liked is probably good for them, but uh, just kind of getting some input of uh, kind of letting them have some ownership and letting them have a little bit of a say into and and what they would like and, and what they didn't like, and then try to build from there. And by doing that, I'm trying to get them at a comfort level with me and, and to let them know that I'm here to stay. I mean, this was definitely a, a, a second dream job for me to come back and, and be the coach here and, and just want to build it from the momentum that they had last year, late in the season with uh, making the Big 12 tournament. Obviously, there were some good things done here, and obviously I want to be able to pick that, pick that up and c- continue the momentum. You have been a head coach at Tulsa and Arkansas and Montana, successful programs, but the Montana stop I thought was really kind of fascinating because you started that from scratch. What was that like to try to just uh, build it from the ground up? Well, it was exciting, uh, just like a different kind of excitement because obviously you go in and you're putting a stamp on a program. When I walked in, I didn't even have an office. They put me in the old academic center and then to order equipment for the first time, design the uniforms, put together the team. And what was interesting about that is, although they were young, there wasn't any kids having to buy in or not buying in. They were all of our players. So it's a little bit different dynamic than what I had at Tulsa, Arkansas, and even here to a point. So uh, that was exciting. And then, you know, recruiting for the first year and helping design the field and, and the stadium. You were more of an architect, and it was, it was a lot of fun. And then to see the success that we had, um, I don't think anyone could have thought that you would go from upstart in 15 to conference champs in 2017. But um, I'm glad we did, or I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today, John. Well, and I imagine it gave you a unique perspective because you probably had your hands on everything when you were trying to build that program yourself. 
Well, the administration, um, Ken Haslam and Gene Gee, did a great job of knowing that I had coached in the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 here previously. I leaned on them from an administrative standpoint of what I could and couldn't do and what we could and couldn't have. And, uh, and then they, they took a lot of input from my, my perspective on what it would take to build the program. And it was really a, you know, a cohesive unit that really built a program. And it, it gave me a lot of experience on, on top of what I've had. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to turn two programs around and start that one. So you really can't t call that a turnaround. But they really respected the job that, that we had done at the previous two stops. And it, it was a fun experience. Your teams have always had athletic success, but also academic success. How important is that to you to sustain that and see that happen here at Iowa State? Obviously, this is a world-class institution. I, I've known that from the day I stepped on campus in 2009, summer of 2009, before the 10, 10 season. You know, obviously, my daughter's here and has gotten a great education. But the main thing is, is they're student athletes. There's a reason students in front. So uh, what we want to do is be able to give them a good experience all around, let them be well-rounded students, let, let them become well-rounded people, and become great students and give them the resources where they can be productive of citizens when they leave with their degree from Iowa State. And then, you know, try, try to have fun and win as many games as uh, you can along the way. I think sometimes we get caught up in winning and, and, and everything, and that's important. I mean, that's why I'm sitting here. But also, too, they've, I've learned a long time ago that I heard from Mike Candrea from Arizona, guys have got to play to feel good. Girls have got to feel good to play. And I think if we can give them a well-rounded experience and have them comfortable in their own skin, then I think success will follow. Every program ends up establishing an identity, I guess, a uh, style of play, if you want to call it that. But what, what do you envision the identity of your teams being? It's not baseball, but you like to compare it the the casual fan that might not know fast-pitch softball. I mean, obviously, you got to play great defense. We know that defense wins championships, and that starts in the circle. Obviously, you want to have a, a pitcher that's, that's a true ace and that can, that can carry a load. Um, if you can have that, then you're on the road, uh, you know, to being successful. But also, too, I feel like you've got to have a good combination of speed and power. And, and I like the slapping game. Probably um, would like to have the middle of the lineup, you know, with, with players that can drive in runs in three, four, and five. I like having another leadoff hitter slash power hitter in the six and then come back with speed at the bottom of the lineup to set the table. So obviously you would like to have a good combination of that. But I think uh, over the course of the years in my time here previously, that's when we set a lot of records for runs and home runs. Uh, definitely would like to have power in the middle. But also uh, what I liked about this team that I saw from last year is they like to run the bases and be aggressive. Over 100 attempts on stolen bases. I probably, in head coaching in my career, I've only had one or two years like that. So that's going to be interesting to be able to tie that speed in with my philosophy in the middle of the lineup and power. So uh, if we can do that and continue to build on what was built here last year and keep that momentum going, I'm really, really excited and looking forward to it. Last year's team did win six of its last seven Big 12 conference games, uh, highest conference finish since 94 feel like some pretty good building blocks were put in place that you can kind of take and run with? Oh, absolutely. And, and a very young infield, Taylor Lewis, Logan Shaben, Sammy Williams. What I've told them is, is I had an all-freshman infield at, at Montana, so I can help help you grow because those young ladies as juniors won the conference championship. But kind of stressed to them, I've been there and done that, and it, it's not a daunting task like I think sometimes when you have freshmen around the infield like that, you know, they're unsettled and 
and they made a lot of mistakes, but they're going to grow and get better, and I'm excited about that. And that's the building blocks that you're talking about. They're there. Now we just got to build on what they did last year, keep that momentum. For me, I've got to try to put together a schedule to get the RPI in the place that we need it to be, um, try to have the schedule tough enough that we will be recognized by the committee, but also try to get above 500 and continue the momentum they have in the Big 12 and then start looking for bids. And hopefully we can do that this season or, or, or very short in very short order. How is Cyclone softball in a better position to succeed now than when you were here the first time? What do, what do you see in terms of facilities or commitment or whatever the case may be to having an excellent program at Iowa State? Well, I think you said it right there. I think the facility was huge. I mean, it's a huge step up for the Cyclone Sports Complex. I mean, obviously there are some things that you can always tweak the usage of the facility. You know, in time, obviously we'd like to have the players be able to have all access to hitting. But I like Jamie Pollard and, and Callie Sanders' vision for the program. And I have a vision that in time, if we do the things we need to do, that maybe we can get, you know, at least a place where the players can hit every day um, when when the weather's bad. But I mean, that that's, you know, down the road and building blocks. But that's my vision of improving the program and, and, and making Cyclone softball. I mean, obviously my goal is to be a top 25 team and go into the end CAAs and and if I didn't have that vision I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today but I think the big step was is obviously I, I was only here one year but the facility is uh, I was walking around it uh, a couple of times now and it's a beautiful facility yes you can recruit to it yes you can recruit to this fine institution and I'm excited to get started you know the Midwest pretty well you've been around the game for a long time where do you think you'll target the most to try to find players well, you're right. I, I've got to rekindle those Midwest ties, and I've been getting a lot of calls since I've been here. Um, obviously, we've got to do a better job of locking down the borders of Iowa. I know that's the first thing that a lot of fans have already reached out to me. We've got to do a better job as a program of keeping the best talent in Iowa. With that being said, people also got to understand sometimes players like to leave home for a little while. But I think uh, if, if we go out and hit within the borders of Iowa well, and then after that, I will keep my ties to Southern California because there's academic scholarships that help with the state of Texas, Colorado, and in California. So going to Montana is built on that, Southern California. Obviously, we want to recruit Minneapolis, Chicago, Omaha, Kansas City, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Houston, Dallas. There's a lot of softball talent in, in those areas that can help us be successful in the Big 12. And, and I think we've got to hit Texas a little more heavily, even though Baylor, Texas, and have that area, even Oklahoma recruits down there. Uh, if we can get in that area, it's a fertile ground, and, and they want to play in the Big 12, and the, they can go and play in the Big 12 and still return home and play. So uh, obviously we want that to come into play and help us uh, with our recruiting base and getting student-athletes from there. Sammy Williams had such a great freshman year. So exciting to think about what the future can bring for her. Just tell me about your initial impressions of what makes her go. Well, obviously, I've got to watch film. Looking at her numbers, I mean, all region as a freshman. Uh, I know that her and I was the national chair of the All-American Committee this year. I know her name came up for All-America. If she can build upon that, I, ha I haven't really talked to a lot of them individually yet. Uh, they've been coming in in groups. So I think they're kind of in the stage of seeing what type of person I am, how I interact, 
interact with them. But uh, those individual meetings will come at some point. But uh, she seems to be, from what I understand, uh, has a high motor, wants to learn, uh, is highly competitive, and her numbers show that. And I'm excited because a lot of these players I've never coached. Now, some of them I had a hand in recruiting the first time around, but uh, I'm real excited to get them on the field and see what they can do, and that's Sammy and, and that young infield. Well, I know uh, Kelsey McFarland and some of the other older players that are on the current roster, you actually were involved with the recruiting on the first time around. Uh, so there are some relationships that are a little bit in place. Right. Obviously, I didn't coach them, but uh, the recruiting with the early commitment, which is, is – um, is, is another story, but um, the five of them are familiar, so I think they were able to kind of help ease the, the other team, their teammates, about what type of person I am and who I am. So I think that helped with kind of is, is going to help with the transition. Obviously, I recruited McFarland pretty heavy, uh, Bosworth, and um, Cottle, but then Coach Wild, when she was here, uh, recruited the pitchers. But so four or five of them have some familiarity, which I think will help with the transition. Well, Jamie, it's exciting to have you back. I know you're excited to be back, and we wish you well. Thank you, John.